that implies that the salesperson has to be come to you good, right? And we know we all know that doesn't happen. Even if you hire if you hire somebody with ten years experience, millions of dollars in sales, they don't know how to sell your product, right? Great experiences build great leaders. Great leaders build great teams. This is building great sales teams. It's crazy after 227, 20 something episodes, 227. I, I still jam out to the intro. <laughs> That's how you know you picked the right song, right? So I want to talk to you guys about something today. We're going to do a solo episode and this one's going to be quick. Uh, it is going to be a commercial for my business straight up. So if you get butthurt about that easy, then, then jump off right now. <laughs> um, I feel like I bring you guys enough value to be able to do this, but you know, that's neither here nor there. Let's get into it. So I posted a meme the other day. I'm getting into the meme game, following after my boy Drewby Wilson, the meme lord. Um I'm getting into it a little more because, you know, I've been posting my philosophies and concepts around building great sales teams on social media for uh, over two years now. And, um, you know, you feel repetitive after a while. And so one of the things that uh, Mike Claudio cautioned me on, Mike Claudio is a, a sales coach out of South Carolina. Yeah, South Carolina. Uh, North Carolina, sorry. Um, no, South Carolina. He's a, he's a, he's a sales, or sales coach. <laughs> he's a business coach uh, out of South Carolina. One of the things he cautioned me on is he started out with a sales podcast as well because he was more sales centric early in his career. And uh, he said he ran out of things to talk about, you know? And I think because of the diverse amount of guests I've had, I haven't kind of ran into that just yet. And, um, but it, we're, we're getting there. Right. And so sometimes I'm just going to need to cover some of our original concepts, you know, and that's kind of what I'm doing today as well as letting you guys know that I have a product that y'all can self-utilize or do it yourself essentially, right? So one of the things I hear a lot, and um, this is part of the meme, right? So it's it's your it's your it's your classic meme. It's the uh Drake meme, right? Where Drake's putting up the hand, you know, I need better salespeople. I hear it all the time. And to me, that's a red flag situation, right? It's a red flag because immediately the fault is off of the business owners or the sales manager or the sales director, right? You guys know I have a very simple philosophy. Everything good and bad in your life is a result of the man in the mirror, right? And, um, you know, and then even then everything good is a blessing from God. So when we look at that statement, I need better salespeople, that implies that the salesperson has to be come to you good, right? And we know we all know that doesn't happen. Even if you hire if you hire somebody with ten years experience, millions of dollars in sales, they don't know how to sell your product, right? So, the second part of the meme is Drake with the happy face, pointing like, "Yeah, that's it, right?" And it's I need a better sales program. That's what I want to hear, especially you guys that have been 
listening to this show for the past two years or year and a half and um, agree with some of the concepts on here, I need a better sales program is a much more accurate statement most of the time. Uh, some other situations this applies in is I need more salespeople. Um, I need a better place to recruit. I need better ads for salespeople. Uh, I need sales training so my salespeople can convert more sales, which is the case, right? But a lot of times, you know, companies are getting more leads in than they have salespeople to properly work those leads. Right. And so your conversion rates dive because of that. But I'm saying all this to say if you have not audited your sales program recently, you probably need to. And I'm just going to walk you through some quick questions uh, to figure out okay, is it your salespeople? Is it your sales program? Is it your training? You know, what is it really? Right. And at the end of the day, it is going to be your fault. It's going to be something that you haven't put into place yet that you need to put in place. Now, just because it's your fault doesn't mean that fault could have been avoided. You know, you may be early in your sales team career. You may be early in, in that whole situation. So let me walk you through these questions real quick. And, and, I, and I always ask these questions. This is like on my discovery calls. This is in networking conversations. This is on stage. You know, I'm asking these questions. Do you have a comprehensive compensation plan with multiple earning opportunities, right? So most people get into a sales position because they want to sell something. They want to earn a commission on that thing, right? As a business owner or as a sales leader, we need to be making sure that they have multiple income opportunities. One of those could be just recruiting other people and getting a recruiting fee for recruiting them. You know, that's a, that's a, that's multiple earning opportunities. I, I get paid when I sell, sell the product and I earn a commission, but I also get paid when I recruit people on the team because there is a cost associated with recruiting people from hiring ads, right? And so whether it's the manpower or the ad boosting the website, the social media ads, whatever the case is, you're, it's going to cost you something to recruit those people, right? All right, the second question I ask is, do you have a well-structured sales script as the foundation for training? Now, here's what I get all the time. I'm an experienced salesperson. I don't need a script. I have experienced salespeople. They don't need a script. And, and herein lies the problem, right? Because you're probably only recruiting experienced people, which is a mistake in any sales program. Um, I'm, yeah, it, I'm, it's a mistake in any sales program. You should always be recruiting that wet behind the ears, green newbie, and the experienced people. You should be able to recruit both. And when you recruit both, you are investing in your sales team long-term and you're investing in them short-term, right? Because the, the experienced ones are going to make an impact short-term and your inexperienced ones are going to make an impact long-term, but you're diversified. Just like any investment strategy, you do the same thing with sales teams, all right? The third question I ask is, do you have a, a well-structured, uh, sorry, do you have, do you provide training at every level? Every level is very important here, including a train the trainer program. So the reason I say every level is if they have a sales team in place and they have a team lead or a manager or a regional director, whatever the case is, if your sales team is good size, do you have training at every level? Most people stop their training at the salesperson level. So the sales rep, the entry level rep, whatever you want to call it, most people stop their training there. 
And so a lot of times the answer to these questions are no, you know, so immediately they're going to, I need better salespeople. And I'm telling him you need a better sales program. Everybody has a sales program, whether you like it or not, whether it's a, a solopreneur in the company, you have a sales program. You know, it starts out as a process, but at the end of the day, as soon as you document that process, it's now the beginnings of a program, right? And so the next question I ask is, is there a well-defined scope of work with minimum expectations and execution guidelines? So are you telling your people where to go to make the money, what to execute to make the money, and what, how much you expect them to execute and the results that they should get from that execution, right? If you don't have that outlined, then how can you truly expect your salespeople to perform to your expectations, if you haven't even outlined those expectations, right? It's not just about the money they want to make. It's the time, effort, energy, and position you put them in and what you expect out of that position. Any good business owner knows that each of those positions have an ROI within the business, right? Each of those positions either has a purpose or an ROI. In sales, it should always 100% of the time, every single time, be an ROI, right? And then the most important question of all is this. The people that do answer yes to those questions, oftentimes they're answering yes because they have it up here. Yes, I have a compensation plan. It's up here. It's not written down to where I can show a trainee. Yes, I have a script. It's up here. It's not written down. I can hand it to a trainee or it's not formatted in such a way that I can pivot during the conversation and jump to a different part, right? Yes, I have training at every level. I train them at every level, which is just silly. You need documented training, right? And then, you know, well-defined scope of work. Yeah, I tell them what to do every day. You know, that's not how this works. How are you supposed to scale as, as an entrepreneur if you do not document the answers to these questions, right? And so the last question is, is everything in writing and is it easily teachable? Easily being the operative word. If you have documented this whole thing, but it looks like a thesaurus, then we're going to have a problem. You know what I'm saying? So where I think I won early on in sales team building is I documented simply because I didn't know any better. I didn't know all the nuances and things that my salespeople would run into because I didn't have the experience yet. So I documented simply. But by doing that, I allowed the experience to teach them the things in between the lines, the nuances, the you know, the situational stuff, you know, and, but at the end of the day, if I taught them the foundation, the structure of the pitch, uh, the most popular objections and how to overcome them, if I taught them, you know, how to train new people coming in and, and these 10 things to train them on, if I gave them the basics, it was enough to at least have minimum expectations in place, have, have a predictable system in place that if they did X, Y, and Z, they, the results would be A, B, and C, right? And so one of the things I always say, if not, on any of these questions, you know, especially on the last one, if not, start there. Once you have the right elements in place for your team and they still don't produce, then you can consider finding better people, right? So again, if you have those four or five major elements in place, it's all documented and easily teachable. 
and you have put them through that training and they are still underperforming, then oftentimes it's the individual, you know? Now, now where the extreme authority, extreme accountability comes in is you hired them in the first place. So if they're not producing, you shouldn't have hired them. You know what I'm saying? But that's just where the extreme accountability comes in. This is going to happen. You're going to hire people that don't do well for your business, right? And, and here's the tough part about this too. It happens in reverse as well. Sometimes your first one to two salespeople that you hire are so good. You know what I'm saying? Maybe that first one is like the future sales manager and he's got all the tools in his, in his toolbox, right? And the second person you hire, just a killer. They're a sales killer. The manager gets promoted. The second person, they're just crushing it. And you think you're the greatest sales manager ever or a sales leader or owner of a business ever, right? But you just got lucky on the front end. Or you just surrounded yourself with people that would do well in those positions. You know what I'm saying? So your sphere of influence, your circle of influence was high quality. They said, hey, I want to work with you on this. They came into your business, tore up your sales, did really well, broke all your records, whatever the case is, right? That, that does not mean you don't need a sales program in place. That means that you are finitely scalable. That means you're never going to scale past those two people unless you get lucky again and lucky again. And what do I know about entrepreneurship? You're not going to get lucky two or three times in a row. You know what I'm saying? All right. So without those foundational structures, you're going to continue to face challenges, right? But at least if you have them in place, you know, okay, maybe I need to take this person out. Maybe I need to move them to a different position. Maybe it is them, right? And so what I've, what I've done essentially is after consulting for roughly, I think it was like a year or so with these different clients, I was like, okay, there's a lot of people that come to me that don't have a twenty dollars to $25,000 budget to hire me for 90 days or a five to $10,000 budget to hire me for 30 or 60 days, right? And so I wanted to create something that was easily digestible that if you had the time and the effort to put into it, you could build a great sales team yourself and you could use my principles and my structures, my templates and my training in order to do so. Okay. So I'm going to walk you through this real quick, Ryan, if you could pull it up on the screen for me, appreciate you. So this is called the building great sales teams course. And it's very, it's, it's very simple. And if you guys are watching on YouTube, you can see this. If not, you can jump on YouTube. If not, I will walk you through it. It's not going to be too complicated at all. All right. So this course contains 10 to 12 videos, as well as it contains my sales toolkit. If you guys haven't gotten access to that, just go to bgstsalestoolkit.com. You'll get access to that. But this course is, is basically what I'm offering you guys. Right. And so we're going to walk through the five tenets of building great sales teams. I developed these a couple of years ago after deciding I was going to go into consulting. I try to figure out, okay, why was I able to build these hundred person sales teams? Why was I able to take any product and, and put the product in and build a team around it? Well, it's because of these tenants, right? The first tenant is compensation. Um, compensation obviously is incredibly important to the sales team. So what I'm going to do in this course is walk you through all the templates I have for compensation. I have different ones. I have solar, I have roofing, I have credit card processing, I have B2B, 
So you'll be able to use any of those templates to convert it to your own. And in that training, I'm actually going to, uh, there's a, a video where I walk you through how to compose this, uh, your compensation plan, essentially. And then also how to bring in things like projecting that comp plan, if they execute on it, and they just do the average amount of sales, what that number will look like annually. So they can see their future, their income, right? And where this becomes so important is then when you're recruiting people, you need to be able to show them this comp plan, right? And so without going into all the detail and everything that you guys would actually get in the course, I, I, I say that so you all have a preview of that, right? And so I walk you through the documentation, I walk you through the course and everything. And then I also include my playbook series, which I have several episodes on compensation. And so, um, that will be throughout the course as well as in a separate section we'll have all the playbook episodes uh by themselves as well and so this this course is going to be just packed with training on those different tenants as well as my playbook episodes and the sales toolkit and then i think i'm going to include the key player opportunity as well i'm just going to load this sucker up right so the, the next piece that we're going to cover is the opportunity right and so one of the hardest things to figure out is, okay, how should I build this opportunity structure? I only have a few salespeople. How do I, how do I show them three positions up when I don't even have those positions in place? So this is actually going to walk you through how to do that and how to structure it based on the numbers. You know, as long as you base everything, you base your promotions, you base your positions, you base them on numbers that make sense and that keep you in profit, then you're gonna be in good shape. So I'll show you how to build that opportunity structure, as well as some of the other things that go into the opportunity that you need to be able to display for your recruits, right? So the, and then of course, that's gonna have the um, uh, playbook on opportunity as well. And so the next piece of it, you guys have been listening for any amount of time, you know, Kodak is what we live by. So the next piece is development. In that opportunity structure on the right column, I'm going to teach you how to basically put in your development process at every level. Remember the question was, do you have, are you developing them at every level in the company? At the train trainee, the salesperson, the trainer, the system manager, the manager, the regional director, do you have training at every level? This doesn't have to be overly complicated. We're talking, read this book, you know, um, follow this individual, uh, watch this uh, 60 minute segment from my financial advisor on how to manage your money. Watch this 30 minute segment from my lawyer on how to open up an LLC, right? The whole point of development is, okay, yes, I'm developing them how to sell. I'm developing them how to manage, how to lead but am I developing them in their own personal lives financially and physically and everything else? Am I developing them as human beings? So when they look at this opportunity or this company, they're not just looking at a job and a, and a paycheck. They're also looking at a lifestyle and a culture that they want to continue to be a part of that helps them grow. That's one of the biggest things with development is your people have to see the growth uh, quarter over quarter, year over year. They have to see the growth no matter how long they're with the company they have to be able to see i've grown since i've been here right and that's what development is all right so the next piece is going to be operations 
this one is heavy, 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 heavy. I think I put like 11 or 12 templates in this bad boy. And SOPs, I mean, we're talking onboarding. We're talking the general sales flow. We're talking drip campaigns for your CRM. Um, reporting. Also, uh, recruiting templates and things like a social media toolkit, right? And so these are all things that are going to help you run your sales team. And a, a lot of people don't even realize that they have to do all these things on a constant basis or have templates and SOPs for them or else their sales team will suffer. If you don't support them correctly, then that usually points to your operations not being on point. And so we're going to build going to build out your operations and make sure that you have a strong recruiting pipeline onboarding systems uh, that it's integrated with their development systems as well as the reporting that says hey this person is falling behind we need to get them into you know a um, performance improvement plan or whatever the case is right so operations is a big part of that it has a lot to do with your staff and how you structure them as well and the last piece the most important, and I talk about this all the time, is if you have the first four on point, the last gets very easy, but we still do a training on it, and that is culture, okay? Culture is incredibly important, and we'll run you through the, the training on culture, and some of the things that we, we talk about on that is obviously dialing in your mission statement and your core values. That is the foundation of your culture, and then walking you guys through, all right, competition, swag, like how do we structure all this stuff so that we set you guys up for success as a company? And you have to do that as a business owner, as a sales leader, whatever the case is, right? And um, how can we do different things in order to promote that culture to where we're actually rewarding people for being a, a huge part of that culture? And, and we get down to the binary stuff, office boards and how to structure those office boards as well as uh, I give you a few templates on competitions, uh, bonuses, all that good stuff. So you guys have plenty of th things in order to reinforce your culture, 100%. You know, And then we talk about like road trips, March Madness, all these cool competitions that you can put in place in order to reinforce your culture and your sales team. And I also go through the, the story about, you know, when I was in Cabo and I had a conversation with Ryan Stuman about, all right, this is all great. And this is how you scale. And this is how you bring in people that know nothing and teach them everything and build and grow them and, and thus build and grow your sales team. But the question is, how do you continue to attract A players, people that are already in that position? Maybe they're in your position. Uh, and that is by setting the example and so I walk through some of the things that are important to me and how I set, I set that example with my team and was able to recruit people into the Building Great Sales Teams community as well as other teachers of the concepts that I'm walking you guys through today. And so that is pretty much the complete course there. We're going to go through Kodak. We're going to go through example as well as the exordium, how all these things started. And so I've gone back and forth exactly on how to price this thing right because you know you know as well as i do it's a course right so it doesn't once i make it it doesn't cost me anything to duplicate that login and give you access to it which is why i give away the sales toolkit for free i gave away the key player opportunity structure 
as well as the playbook series. I package that all up nice so you can take it like a course as well. All of those are free. If somebody is struggling with something, I give those away 100%. If you are struggling with any of those things, let me know and I'll reach out and those are 100% free. But if you want something more intense with templates, if you want to basically audit your sales team and, and go through this course, there's no reason you're not going to come out the other side with a stronger, more foundational sales team in play that can scale. So much of this course is teaching you how to scale your existing sales team from zero to five to 10, whatever the case is, you're going to be building on an incredibly strong foundation, brick by brick, like we always say. And so what we're looking at uh, right now for this course, and I don't even have the pricing yet. I'm supposed to get that from one of my mentors that does a lot of courses like this. But it's going to be anywhere from $4.99 to $8.99, most likely, for you guys to be able to take this course. I'm going to include the link in the show notes. If that's something that you're interested in, you can go there and actually place an order for this course. Um, and again, if this is not something that you can afford just yet, completely understand, reach out to me. I'll send you everything I got that is you know, free resources and everything. I'll even send you my um, solar sales program, which I know a lot of you guys are in solar. I'll send that over to you as well. And that has some of these templates built into it as well. And that's free. But I did want to give you guys something that was very intense. You know, this is roughly, I want to say, 10 hours total of different content that you can put towards building your sales team. So if you're a sales manager, sales leader, or you're a business owner, and this is something that's important to you, definitely check out the show notes. The link will be there for you guys to be able to do that. I appreciate you guys so, so much. And as always, please share, review, um, and uh, tell a friend about this podcast and get them on it because we're sharing value here all the time. We have some amazing guests. We have an amazing guest coming up on Friday, uh, my friend Chris Barra and Yunis uh, Abdallah. Uh, they are real estate investors. They're going to teach you a little bit about the real estate game as well as how to structure your personal life for those business goals. We'll see you guys on Friday for that. Let's get building. Thank you for tuning in to this episode of Building Great Sales Teams. We appreciate it. Be sure to execute on everything that you just heard and let's get building. Before we sign off, we'd like to invite you to join our Brickyard community. Head on over to jointhebrickyard.com. Again, that's jointhebrickyard.com or click the link in the description to find out more.